Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back, everybody, to the 51st episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This week, I'm finishing up my seven-week program of Power Your Parenting. Um, it's been an especially amazing group of moms, and shout out to all those moms who are listening to me right now. Every week, I get to know these moms on my call with like-minded mothers, and we're going to have our last call this week. I really love these moms. They're so authentic, open, and are experiencing breakthroughs with their daughters every week. Some of you have emailed me asking about when I'm going to offer the Power Your Parenting program again. I decided that I will launch it again this spring. I love this program. It's a great way I can get to know you personally and give you some laser-focused mom coaching with your teen. Today, we're going to look at parenting through the lens of experience. There are many lenses in which we can examine parenting, like mindset, but today we're going to focus on experience. The goal of this podcast is to dial up a thriving positive experience with your family and dial down the negative experiences by becoming aware of several X factors that rob you of enjoying the teenage years. This is especially applicable as we approach the holiday season. First, what is the definition of experience? Something personally encountered, undergone, or lived through. The conscious events that make up an individual life. The actor process of directly perceiving events or reality. To do or see something or have something happen to you. To feel or be affected by something. The process of living through an event or events. You learn by experience. Today we are going to explore the experience of parenting. Your personal experience, your teen's experience, and the overall experience in your home. One of the reasons I wrote Dial Down the Drama and started the Power Your Parenting program and podcast is because I got tired of having people say to me, you just wait till your daughter's a teen, or hearing moms say they dread the teenage years, or that they are counting the days till their teen leaves home. In other words, they were telling me that parenting teenagers was going to be a miserable experience for all. My life's purpose is to change that. I love teens, and I didn't want that to be true for me and my daughter. I know you can raise the bar for what's possible for parents and teens. In other words, I want to encourage you that your experience of the teenage years can be so much better. You really can enjoy this time with your teens. I am not saying that the teenage years will be all happy. No amount of money or time or effort can make it all happy. Raising teens is messy because of where they are in their emotional maturity and brain development. They are primed for drama. There will be drama. The reason I titled my book, Dial Down the Drama, is because you can't eliminate it completely, but you can dial it way down. And when you dial down the drama, you can dial up what you've hoped for. And that's what we're going to do in this episode. I'm going to help you dial up the positive experiences and dial up the happy for you individually and in your home. 
I've spent over 50,000 hours talking to parents and teens as a licensed therapist and coach. I see the traps that so many moms and parents fall into because of the culture we live in. And here's a big one. Let's go back to one of the definitions of experience. It's the conscious events that make up one's life. I am going to add to that definition. It's the conscious and unconscious experiences that make up one's life. The trap for many parents is not what we are conscious of. It's what we're not conscious of. Another way to say that is it's not what we are paying attention to that's a problem or trap. It's what we are not paying attention to. It's the combination of what we are paying attention to and not paying attention to that creates the whole parenting, teen, and family experience. Most parents in this culture pay attention to getting homework and chores done if our teens are following the rules. We pay attention to all things in the monitoring category. You need to get up. Have you finished your college application? Did you remember your uniform? You've been on your phone too long. It's time to go to bed. We need to leave for dance class. Did you finish your homework? We pay attention to protecting our teens and guiding our teens. This is all necessary. You need to pay attention to to these things. You need to be conscious that these things get done. But this is only part of the parenting experience. There's a lot more going on. How do I know this? Because of how frustrated and drained and unhappy parents are. If only your teens listened to you, your home, your days would be a well-oiled machine and all things would run smoothly, right? You wake your daughter up in time for everything to run smoothly before school, but somewhere in your perfect plan, the wheels come off the cart and your perfect morning comes crashing down. There's a part of the parenting experience that we can be unconscious of or we haven't yet named. I call these the X factors. One definition of the X factor is a variable in a given situation that could have the most significant impact on the outcome. These intangibles or variables are in the way of you having your happy home. You can't ignore these variables. They have a significant impact on the outcome of your teenage years. They set the tone for your whole parenting experience. Being aware of these variables can powerfully be used to create a positive experience or a negative experience in your home. One father described the negative X factors as a dark cloud hanging over my family. A dark cloud is a strong metaphor to show how these unseen variables can have a huge impact on a family. You can monitor all day and night, but if there's a dark cloud over your home, it's going to affect the whole experience at home. And what are some of these X factors? Sometimes it's hard to know what the X factors are. One reason it's hard to name these X factors is because it's like a fish in water. A fish in water is used to swimming in water. The fish is so immersed in the water that it's hard to name it. Before we get into some of these X factors, let's talk about positive sentiment override and negative sentiment override. I first heard this concept from John Gottman from the Gottman Institute. Positive sentiment override is when there are more positive experiences in your home than negative. So there is a positive vibe over the family or relationships. In a positive sentiment override, you tend to give others more grace because there's a lot of positive experiences in the emotional trust bank. 
For example, if your teen has been completely responsible and reliable for the last year, but comes home one night late after curfew, all those positive experiences are going to make it easier to not really lose it with your teen and give him some grace. A negative sentiment override is when there are more negative experiences in the home than positive. When there are more negative experiences between you and your teen or you and your partner, then this colors how you see everyone. You see everyone from this negative lens. If your daughter comes home and cleans her room without asking, and there's a negative sentiment override, you think, what does she want? What is she up to? You don't feel gratitude because you don't trust her. In the teenage years, there will be negative and difficult times, but you don't want negative experiences to dominate the teenage years, or else it will feel like there's a dark cloud over your home. This is the negative sentiment override. What are the X factors in the negative sentiment override? Well, there are many, many, but here's some of the big ones. One, the X factor of perfectionism. When a harsh atmosphere of perfectionism overrides the home, everyone feels the pressure. There is no celebration because nothing is ever good enough. There's no time to relax because you could always be doing and producing more. Communication tends to be critical, even if that isn't intended. I had one teen, Layla, tell me, Mom thinks she's so perfect and she makes me feel like I can't get anything right. Mom thinks there's a right way to study, and she doesn't like the way I study. She stresses me out. You would think that Layla was failing her classes. The opposite was true. She was a straight-A student. Her mom wasn't a bad mom. She was very successful in her career. But because perfectionism had infiltrated into their home, it felt like a pressure cooker. This pressure to be perfect robbed this home of rest, joy, playfulness, and celebration. Two, the X factor of stress and tension. This X factor is related to the pressure to be perfect. No one chooses to have stress override their home. We can just find ourselves swimming in it because of being overscheduled. When you combine you, your teen, your partner's packed schedules together, there's going to be stress. It's the combo effect. The sum of all the schedules equals way too much. Why that is stressful is because the natural ways to relieve tension and stress are pushed aside because of a lack of time. You don't have downtime or unfocused time, and your teens don't have that either. It's hard to sit down and have a meal together. One mom told me that she's so on the go that she drives to pick up her kids eating what she calls a meat cookie, which was a hamburger patty. When you're overscheduled, there is less exercise because you don't have time. Everyone in the family goes to bed later and are not getting the sleep they need to naturally replenish their body and release stress. No one likes the feeling of being stressed, so everyone is going to look for some way to feel better. If there are no natural ways to release stress, you will reach for alcohol or something else that will numb you out. And this is especially true for our teens. This causes a whole new set of problems. Because everyone is trying to keep up with their schedules, you're not paying attention to what your body, soul, and spirit need to be relaxed and healthy. This all adds up to a lot of stressed out people under the same roof with no way to release their tension. This equation equals drama. Three, the X factor of drama. I don't think I have to describe drama. 
Drama is what's going to happen in your relationships when there is the pressure to be perfect, lots of stress with no way to release tension. And when drama overrides your home, then no one wants to be there. Here's the thing. It's really easy to spot the drama in the teen or your spouse. It's harder to see how you could contribute to it. I was trained in family systems, and we all want to believe it's the other person's fault. But the truth is, it's the interactions between people that cause drama. It's the automatic patterns that we fall into. Drama happens when we are emotionally flooded, and we're super stressed, angry, fearful, worried, sad. Drama happens when we feel judged, belittled, disrespected, or attacked. If we're feeling any of these negative emotions, then there are a lot of X factors which will find a way into our interactions with our teens or partner. You think you're just telling her to get out of bed or that he needs to stop playing video games. But it's not just the words, right? It's the raised voice. It's our expression. It's how we slam the door. It's the intensity of our voice, how we bring something up. Gottman calls this a harsh or soft startup. When we are stressed or angry or been stewing on something for a while, a harsh startup can sound like, are you ever going to do your homework? When the teen just walks in the door. A soft startup is when your teen walks in the door to say, hey, how is basketball practice? And then you talk about that for a while. And then you say, what homework do you need to work on tonight? And you can probably guess which approach works better. Let me tell you about my lovely dog, Lily. My daughter found Lily when she was a puppy, and she's a rescue dog. I love Lily, and she's super sensitive to X-factors. A typical scenario is if I'm listening to my daughter tell a story, and my daughter's getting worked up about something and becomes very demonstrative, like she's telling me what her friend said, and her voice is getting louder and waving her arms around the room, Lily bolts and goes into the other room and hides in her cage. And then my daughter and I laugh, and my daughter has to go in that room, and she lowers her voice and uses a very sweet doggy voice and and tells her that it's okay to come out of her cage, and then she gives her a big hug. Both dogs and teens are sensitive to these X factors. Actually, we all are. I know teens bring plenty of their own drama and X factors into the house, and that's because they are biologically hardwired for drama. But parents can bring their own drama to the mix and escalate things. And when these negative drama interactions go on repeat, you have a negative sentiment override. My daughter, when she was in middle school, was super tuned into me getting stressed out. Often, it had nothing to do with her. But when I came home from work and I was stressed, the X factors were there. And I wasn't aware of them. I would be running a million miles an hour through the house. It was my worried, stressed energy that could set my daughter off. Why? Because my daughter was stressed out too. And though my stress was not aimed at her, my stressed out energy brought out her stress. Here's a question for you. Does your teen like to have their friends over to your house? This can tell you a lot. If they like to have their friends over, there's probably a positive sentiment override in your home because your teen feels comfortable and they are comfortable having their friends over. Once I saw a teenage girl and her father in my private practice. Um, The parents were divorced and the girl was much more comfortable at her mom's house where her friends and boyfriend would often hang out. 
In the session, there was a very uncomfortable moment as this girl told her dad that she didn't want to spend the night over at his house anymore. Her dad was remarried and had a gorgeous home with all the bells and whistles. It definitely wasn't about the quality of his home. After she said this, the dad was angry and he left the session. So when I was alone with the teenage girl, I asked her, why why are you so uncomfortable at your dad's house? And she kept saying, I don't know, I just feel uncomfortable. There was no kind of abuse going on. She didn't have the words, but with more probing, I saw what the problem was. There was a negative sentiment override. The house was full of very nice furniture, and they liked to keep it perfect. The dad would get angry if anything was left out of place, and God forbid you'd spill anything. I asked her, why don't you have your boyfriend or your friends over to your dad's house? And she said, no way. I don't know what my dad would say. My friends are afraid of my dad. Now, I know that this dad would give his daughter the moon. So what's dad's X factor? Uh, He's super intense. He's very quick to take offense and get angry. He doesn't yell, yet it's written all over his face. And he starts bombarding his daughter with interrogating questions and leading questions, one right after another. He says, I love you, and then goes on into this constant intimidation mode. Sitting in the session with both dad and daughter, I experienced these interactions, and it helped me understand the X factors that were at play and why she didn't want to spend the night there. All of us are sensitive to negative X factors. We want things to be peaceful and happy, and we're not really sure why they're not. I'm making a case that we need to look at all the factors in parenting. We need to look at the fish, and we need to look at the water. We need to look at what's obvious and not so obvious. What are some things that you haven't been paying attention to? Are there any X factors in your relationship with your teen or in your home? You want to take a step back and look at the whole picture of parenting. In Texas, we say it's about the whole enchilada. The purpose of this is to not to rub the puppy's nose in the mess. It's about changing the experience of your relationship with your team, family, and home life. All of us have negative X factors that creep in. When you own them, instead of trying to blame someone else or make excuses for yourself, then you can change you and the atmosphere in the home. When I became aware of mine, I could work on it, and that definitely dialed up some positive experiences with my daughter, and it was good for me too. So you can take your family on the most extravagant vacation in the world, but if you bring these negative X factors with you, it's going to bring the dark cloud over your dream vacation. The important question to ask is, how can you change this negative sentiment override into a positive sentiment override? Or how to change the overall experience in your home from negative into positive? Well, the super short answer is that's what my book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict, and Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, A Guide for Mothers Everywhere, is about. And you can apply that to teenage sons. But here's some more information. One, you need to start with your awareness and self-awareness. This is key to changing the negative sentiment override. Can you name some of the negative X factors that's going on in your home? Is there the pressure to be perfect? Is there too much stress and tension? Is there a lot of drama? 
Two, what can you take responsibility for? A great mom takes appropriate responsibility for her actions and her words. And this is very different from cratering into mother shame. And this is actually really good news because your self-awareness opens up opportunities for more positive experiences. In the example I used before, that I can get stressed out and anxious, when I'm aware of that, then I can take responsibility for it. And how do I do that? By taking practical action to dial down my own stress. It's getting back on track. I make sure I get exercise and that I meditate and I pray and I journal. And I don't skip it. I take responsibility for my schedule. Instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so busy. I make sure there's downtime in my schedule. I take full responsibility by taking action to dial down my stress and anxiety. This is a win-win. I feel better and it helps my daughter. Three, part of taking responsibility is taking control of your metaphorical dimmer switch. You can't control your family, but you can control your dimmer switch. What in the heck am I talking about? Okay. If your life was a light, you can control how bright it can shine. Parenting is going to naturally dim your light because you're pouring out all your good energy to your family. When your dimmer switch is really low or almost off, through intentional action, you can raise it back up. When you take amazing care of yourself, you bring your light back up. What do you look like when your dimmer switches up? Well, you smile. You smile at your family. And when the dimmer switches down, well, your face can make your family members hide in their room. One practical way to raise that dimmer switch is to ask yourself this question. If I was kind to myself, I would dot, dot, dot. I love this question because most of the time, We are not kind to ourselves. We just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. This is a great question because the answer is always doable. Like, if I was kind to myself, I would get more sleep. I would say no to volunteering for that fundraiser at my daughter's school. I would make time for my best friend. These are tangible things you can do. Four. You might say, look, if I change... That's not going to change things in my family. Well, it will. And here's why. This is Family Systems 101. The family system has to change if you change. See, I start with you, Mom. Not to blame you, but you're the most important player here. You're the easiest one to work with. Your teen is way more challenging. But your self-care and awareness can empower you to be an example to your family and stay out of the drama. You know the saying, it takes two to tango. You don't have to do the drama dance. Here is the best thing of all. When you lower the negative X factors, the positive factors start to show up. Like trust, rest, playfulness, downtime, enjoying the simple things, some of the more subtle positive X factors appear, like smiling, laughing, playfulness, sitting down, watching a video with your daughter, playing a video game with your son. It's being comfortable and relaxed. 
you genuinely like each other. Spontaneity, creativity, and fun appear. When there are more positive X factors and negative X factors, and there's a positive sentiment override, then the big fun experiences like family gatherings, vacations, intentional adventures will actually be an amazing experience for your whole family, one that everyone will cherish. Five, we are approaching the holidays. And as you know, it can be challenging because of so much going on. The holidays can be packed with lots of fun events, but you want to be intentional to remove some of the negative X factors like stress and pressure. Part of the way you can be kind to yourself is to get your journal and answer this burning question. How can I be kind to myself this Thanksgiving and during the winter holidays? I strongly encourage you to take 15 minutes and do this. I don't want you to get discouraged if there's a negative sentiment override over your home. You don't have to do it alone. You can get help. And you can start changing that by slowly adding those positive experiences to your home every day. And if you have no idea where to start, start with yourself. Be extremely kind to yourself today. Hey, everybody, this concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. I have some other great resources for you. You can head over to ColleenOGrady.com. That has two L's and two E's. You can sign up for my Dial Down the Drama triple pack. It's absolutely free. You get a copy of my free ebook, Seven Ways to Help Your Daughter and Yourself, a free chapter from my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict and Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, a guide for mothers everywhere. And you get a free subscription to my weekly easing. If you're ready to pick up your copy of Dial Down the Drama, you can find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For daily encouragement, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Colleen O'Grady Dial Down the Drama. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.